0: This is Mick Rhodes with the Claremont Courier podcast, First Take. Here is Use It or Lose It, a Lemley love letter. Written by me, Mick Rhodes. News last week that the beloved Lemley Claremont 5 appears to be near the end of its run has had some local fans up in arms on social media. Some decried the decision by the 83-year-old family-owned chain to cut its financial losses in Claremont. Others asked what could be done to save it. A few removed the emotion, and make no mistake, folks are upset, and looked at it strictly from a business standpoint, which is, of course, precisely why we are almost certainly losing our jewel box of a movie theater. Two events have conspired to spell the lemley Clermont Five's doom, the pandemic and lack of support from customers. It's really that simple. And I count myself among those responsible. I adored the Lemley from the start in 2007 when it opened its doors as the anchor tenant in the spiffy new Village West development. But if I'm being honest, and I am, there were stretches of two or three months in there when I didn't buy a single reasonably priced ticket or expensive batch of snacks and drinks at 450 West 2nd Street. Up until the pandemic changed how we do everything, I believed, just like some on social media commented since my story broke last week about the impending sale of the property, that Claremont deserved a Lemley Theater. We were all wrong. For some of us, it may provide solace to hear company president and CEO Greg Lemley explain the probable fate of Claremont's Lemley Five is only a symptom of a greater problem across the film exhibition industry.
1: Unfortunately, I, I, you know, we're going to you know, hit the two-year mark of, of the shutdown of movie theaters in the United States. And, and we're still dealing with, you know, lingering concerns over what does a pandemic mean to people's individual health. And that's, yeah. you know, ultimately the decision
0: that people make about whether they're going to a movie or, or not. Thus far, the answer is no. Even with some major studios going back to in theaters only release rollouts for their new big budget mainstream titles over the recent Thanksgiving holiday, long a chief cash sweep slash recoup period for the industry, patrons were still reluctant to return. Only about 3.7 million of them lined up for Disney's critically acclaimed Encanto, snatching up just 35% of available seats term question of four people who have not gone
1: to see a movie in two years and you know are they ever coming back you know I I like to I I believe that they will but you know we're first going to have to get to a point where you know they're not
0: thinking of it as a life or death choice and 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 then you know we're going to have to you know reacquaint them to why this is a better way to see movies Lemley is well aware that the pandemic has only helped to deepen many movie fans' reliance on streaming services. During the pandemic, several major studios have even done the previously unthinkable and released some big-budget mainstream films on streaming platforms first, or concurrent with in-theater exhibition, a move unimaginable at any time prior to the COVID curse. Greg Lemley's grandfather's first cousin was Carl Lemley a German-born immigrant who co-founded and then owned Universal Studios from 1912 to 1934, when he lost control of the business. His grandfather, Max Lemley, and great-uncle Carl Lemley, started Lemley Theaters with their first location in Highland Park in 1938. The chain now has nine locations in L.A. County, some of which have bounced back after nearly two years in financial freefall. Asked if the pandemic-related losses could spell the end of the company's presence in Los Angeles Art House Cinema, he was quick to quell speculation.
1: No, we've, we've, we've had to reposition to, uh, in part, to reduce debt and just to uh, recapitalize. But uh, we, we, uh, we will be maintaining certain locations, uh, you know, well beyond the end, of, you know, hopefully well beyond the end of 2022. Try to reassess what the future of exhibition looks like when we've sort of gotten to some kind of stasis.
0: With a heavy heart, I say, despite the imminent demise of our arthouse gym, we raise a glass to Lemley for the 14 years it's spent in the City of Trees. Here's to hoping the beloved arthouse chain's future is bright, even if it does not include our fair city. Even with trends leaning increasingly towards streaming platforms and in-home viewing on ginormous TVs, I believe it's impossible for that convenience to eclipse the huge screen big sound, warm popcorn event of going out to the movies. Big budget, computer-rendered mainstream comic book superhero films, animated blockbuster franchises, and multi-sequel prequel institutions about epic space battles will surely always draw an in-theater audience large enough to warrant their continued existence. It seems like more and more mainstream Hollywood product falls into this recycling bin of ideas, so... It's clear the high-level prognosticators employed there are certainly banking on it. But that's not what the Lemley chain does. It's here for the rest of us. We who long to see films about people talking to one another, sometimes in a language other than English, about love and sex and death, without exploding helicopters and characters who fly and shoot nuclear weapons and spiderwebs out of their supersuits. We of the documentaries about truffles and influential but unsung cult artists of quirky independent comedies starring someone other than Paul Rudd, nothing against Paul Rudd. He's sexy as hell, of course, as has been established, but you get what I'm saying. Us film nuts who also appreciate lesser known, but still incredibly handsome, infuriatingly hilarious and likable actors. We can live without the explosions. We're good. Marvel. And because of this, because we appreciate flavors in addition to vanilla and chocolate, like maybe green tea or black currant with a mint leaf, we are sad, very sad, to see Claremont's Lemley 5 go. Now let's turn this set back around and use it as a teaching moment. Let's get out there and support independently owned businesses, many of which are also looking to find their groove after nearly two years of unprecedented upheaval. Use it. Or lose it, folks. This has been Mick Rhodes for the Claremont Courier Podcast First Take. Thanks for listening.